Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. It's Sunday morning. What a day. We thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Jill Lowry, and I'm here with a special guest this morning, and we're going to share with you what it means to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and why it's important to do that. And knowing that having a relationship with Jesus is not just about religion. It's actually about having a relationship with Him and just communication and being able to talk to Jesus whenever you want and just having Jesus be real in your life. So just sit back and relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus and He will bring the Bible to life for you. And let me lead us in a word of prayer and we will get started this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We're so thankful that we get to share about you. We get to talk about you and share what it means to have a relationship with you. So Lord, thank you for Ronnie and his faith. Thank you that he said yes to this interview and he said, I'm ready to share. And so Lord, be with him as he tells his story for your glory and help our listeners to just be inspired and hear something that encourages them to draw closer to you. For we're all on a journey and when we bring you with us, it's just such a wonderful journey indeed. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm excited to introduce our next special guest, and his name is Ronnie Davis, and he has been in Mount Vernon a couple of years now. Two years now. Two years. Welcome. How thank do you, you like living here? We absolutely love it. Yes. You and your wife moved here. It has been two years. Time has really flown by. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell us your story. Why do you live in Mount Vernon? I guess you got to start from... Well, you know who you are. So my story. my dad Clifford Davis grew up here in Mount Vernon, graduated from here. My mom Sandy Davis graduated from Winsboro, and they were married fifty five years. So somehow the Winsboro Mount Vernon thing can work. I've heard about that. They Yay. made they yeah. made it work. Okay. So big rivals, but it big can rivals. Work. Yeah. And, and my dad had eight brothers and sisters, all wow. from Mount Vernon. So mm-hmm. a big family, lots of cousins, lots of aunts, uncles. And when we could move and retire, this is the place. On we drew on the map. Where do we want to go? Mm-hmm. Mount Vernon. Okay. And we love it. Love the people, love our family, love our church. We love everything about it. Yeah. And where did you live? Like you said, you had family here, but did you grow? You didn't grow up in I Mount grew up Vernon. In, I grew up in Sabine, Sabine. now we south, mm-hmm. and then played sports. Wanted to play in sports. I played in college, but wanted to play professional. Didn't make it, which is okay. God had a different plan. Uh, went to Prosper and raised my kids. I have three boys. Mm-hmm. And Moved from Prosper to here when we retired after 30 years of working for Cowboys, Mavericks, Rangers, Stars, all the sports teams, including we owned our own soccer team called the Dallas Sidekicks that my wife and I owned for four years. Wow. So sports is your thing. Sports has been all my right. thing. All right. So if anyone has a sports question, they can contact you, yes, Ronnie Davis. Yes, you can. Have you ever thought about being a broadcaster or something? My wife says I should, but no, ma'am. <laughs> You never know. You never know. So is this your first interview? First interview ever. Okay. How do you like it so far? So far, so good. Okay. Okay. Well, um, wow. I I love sports, too. We're a family of sports. And um, 
So tell us a little bit. You have actually opened a store, and you're now selling sports here in Mount Vernon, some memorabilia. Tell yeah. us about that. Again, we didn't know what our plan was going to be. God just said, move to Mount Vernon. So we did. We bought a historical home on Main Street, restored it, love it, love everything about it, and then kind of took it easy for a couple of years. Didn't do much. Uh, our granddaughter's here, so we spent a ton of time with her. They live next door in our guest house. My son his wife and our granddaughters and Emma Joy. So we spent Aww. a lot of time with her playing. And then God said, you know, it's you've done the rest. You've, you've sat. Now it's time to do something and mm -hmm. put this card shop, memorabilia shop on our hearts. And we prayed about it. We looked. There's nothing for like an hour in any direction. Uh, and then a lot of people go, why would you do it in Mount Vernon? Why not, you know, Sulphur Springs right. or Mount Pleasant? We don't live in Sulphur Springs or Mount Pleasant. We love Mount Vernon. And to be able to put it in the historical square, we absolutely mm -hmm. love it. What's the name of your business? Big Dog Sports and Collectibles. Okay, why Big Dog? Is there we, a story behind that? We had that? a little dog for 18 years that mm -hmm. was just a mutt that my wife rescued, and he Aww. thought he was a big dog. He was an eight-pound <laughs> little mutt, but yeah. we loved him. His name mm -hmm. was Buster. So Gee. Buster didn't make the trip with us. He yeah. died right before we moved. So we immortalized him and put him up in the shop. Yeah. Is his picture That's on there? Busted. Okay. I wondered That's about that. That's our dog. Okay. Well, tell us what you sell. If someone was interested in checking out your store, what all do you have? And it, I know you're growing and it, getting more. All sports. So it's not, And it's not just sports. We're getting into Pokemon and you know, memorabilia and jerseys and balls and helmets, and but mainly cards, uh, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, mm -hmm. sports cards, older ones, newer ones. We buy them, okay. we sell them, we trade, okay. we do everything with them. So if someone had some that they had at their house that they wanted to sell to you, do you buy them? We do. Okay. Now, if we can resell them, we our first day we had a gentleman bring in eighty thousand cards. Eighty thousand. So we're still wow. going through them. Okay. Uh, we've been open for eight weeks now. Uh huh. So people have to kind of be patient with us because mm -hmm. we're still. It's just my wife and I. Yeah. We don't have a big staff, so we're still going through them. Do you have autographed jerseys? Yes, and... autographed everything. Okay. And, and the, Great. the best part of working in Dallas for the sports teams for 30 years is if someone comes in and really wants something autographed of a certain player, mm -hmm. we can go get it. There's not a player that they that's alive or even has passed mm -hmm. away that we can't get an autograph of. Well, you know what? Don Meredith, as you know, was from Mount Vernon, and he would have loved oh, that yeah. you're doing that, you know. Yeah, and we have mm -hmm. kids that come in and thank us, and it's sincerely – you know, it almost makes you get teary because they're like yeah. so appreciative that you brought a, a card shop and a memorabilia shop yeah. to the, the town yeah. they live in. Yeah. Well, I love that you and your wife listen to God on this. I know that you pray and you seek Him. It's yes. important that you seek Him and you just, you knew this was part of His plan. Right. And so, wow. Every step of the way, God has led it. Now, uh -huh. we try to follow it and we're not always perfect. I mean, we may have thought we heard something and should have heard something else, but we've always tried to be obedient to what mm -hmm. God's telling us to do. And there's no doubt it's 100% He wanted us to open this. Right. The fellowship we get to enjoy with people at the shop and just talking about Jesus when they get mm -hmm. to come in, and we, we talk about it almost daily. Yeah, you told me that you do have people come in and, and they just stay for hours yeah. just wanting to talk and, and someone out. to listen to. And, yeah. and that was our prayer. Uh -huh. Give us a chance to... Well, we need to buy more cards because we don't have enough. 
And then God gave us a gentleman with 80,000 <laughs> on day one. When you pray, yeah. ask and you shall ask receive. Ask and you shall receive. Yeah. And then we wanted to be able to talk about Jesus. And wow. we've done that mm -hmm. repeatedly. So if anyone wants to talk about Jesus or buy some memorabilia, well, you don't go have see to buy. That's the Just best part. Just to come in and Just look. come hang out. I tell right. people all the time, you don't have to buy anything. Just right. come hang out. Right. Well, I'm anxious to come. My husband and I would love to come see it. We haven't had the chance. It's and what small. are your hours? Yeah, tell us. Mainly eleven to seven, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay, we we'll go yeah. in the rest of the time if someone calls and says, mm -hmm. "Hey, can we come in Tuesday?" Absolutely, we live half a mile away, so it's easy. But our big days are Thursday, yeah. Friday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, eleven to seven, and that's when the squares hop and it's lots going the busiest. On. Yeah. Well, I can remember when we first moved here, there wasn't a lot of activity on the square. Well, there is really, now. and now there is. God answered that prayer yes. too. There were a lot of us praying, you know, please, you know, bring businesses on the square and like yourself, family, it's packed. Mm -hmm. and it's families and it's fun. Well, good. Well, I know that you were able to celebrate the trick or treat around the square yes. and and country all those fest. country fest was, was huge. huge. Yes. yes, so that is fun. Okay. Well, so that's great what you're doing now. And also, you've been very involved um, in mentoring. You've helped Mount Vernon Cares, which I'm a part of, and you're a mentoring of, a young man. A part well, of you. Well, yeah, yeah, that's your. Well, that was kind of my dream when we moved here is to help students. And we came up with this mentoring program, Mount Vernon Cares, where we actually feed them with food vouchers, our, our Brookshire's gift cards, and then mentor. And so you've mentored your student now, is it second, second year. year? He's a senior. He's a junior, so oh, I'm getting one more year. Oh, right. Okay. You know, these kids, they're growing. I can't believe, you know, how many that have come through this program. And tell us about the mentoring. What has that it. meant to I've you? I've got to know him. I've got to know his mother. And mm -hmm. I've got to know his two sisters. Wow. And I love it. He opens up and tells mm -hmm. me things. He'll share things. Uh -huh. I, I love it. I'm not mm -hmm. going to say what he shares. Well, of course, that's just between y'all. Yes, but, but I, I genuinely think it's what God wanted uh -huh. me to do. Mm -hmm. And I remember you guys saying, "Is there any interest?" I'm like, "Yes." Yes, I didn't I know. know anything about it. I know. Like, sure. When I first met you, that was the first thing I asked yeah. you, and you didn't hesitate. Yeah, I mean, you said, "I want to do it." And then God matched y'all. Yes, perfectly. And He loves sports, mm -hmm. so you've been able to share that and other interests with yep. Him. Well, that's really special. You also are involved in the church. And 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 do things there, and your wife as well. She's in and, and my your mother, mother in law. In -law. Yeah, let's talk about your wife and mother in law. They're also just like you, and they're strong in their faith. Yes, believers. And yes, my wife went to First Baptist downtown Dallas. Oh yeah. Okay. Wow. Very involved mm -hmm. in First Baptist. Her mom's super involved. Worked in ministry for you, mm -hmm. still does full yes. time. Yes. She's a counselor. She's over the curriculum. She's mm -hmm. amazing. And she okay. just spoke at Heart to Heart. Yes. And oh my goodness. Wow. I, what a blessing to have her here and, and speak to all of us and encourage us. So you're a family of faith. So let's talk a little bit about your growing up, because I know that when we first visited, you said, you know, it used to just be about a religion, right? just going through the motions. So let's start there. When you were growing up, you were raised in the church. I grew okay. up Methodist, which is, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with Methodist, Methodist but my church was very, um, say, mechanical. Okay. Was, Explain that. Like, Well, it was like the bulletin didn't really change. Okay. You'd. Get in, sit down, stand up, speak yep. this, sing this okay. song, sit down, stand up. Mm -hmm. It was a very routine, mm -hmm. and, and which is fine. And a lot of people love the routine, but right. it's not 
what I wanted, which right. is more re- relational teaching. Mm-hmm. This is, mm-hmm. it's not, when the Holy Spirit leads you in a certain direction, you should be able to go in that direction. You should be mm-hmm. able to hear it and you should be able to go. And sometimes if it's very structured, you're not able to do that. So that's how I was brought up. My mom was my Sunday school teacher, which mm-hmm. was not always the easiest yeah. things to deal with. Yeah. But yeah. But wonderful that she was involved. Super involved. Mm-hmm. If the church doors were open, we were in there, which was great. So I don't have a come to Jesus moment where, you know, August 3rd of 2 a.m., but I, my whole life, I knew if something ever happened and I died, mm-hmm. I would go to heaven 100% without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is awesome to have that and to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But what you're going to say now is there's more. Oh. And so I, that's where it, I want to get to. It's it, not just about the going to church and you know going to Sunday school and and serving, but there's more that now it, that you've found. Tell us your scripture that's been well, kind of your life verse and how that relates to the one that's on my heart lately and has been for a while. James four eight: Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. And I always thought, well, you know, God is God. When he's ready, he'll just draw you in. Well, that's not what it says, and that's not what it's meant. It's mm-hmm. for us to draw near to God, then he will draw near to you. Mm-hmm. So it, you got to put the effort. And the other is, you know, kind of pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really fully understand that, but it doesn't mean just get on your knees and pray 24 7, which is not a bad thing if you can do that, but it's in every opportunity you have a chance to pray. And have that relationship where you have that communication going back and forth, that's the key. That's what you got to look for. Mm-hmm. And when you're constantly praying, you're talking to God, always. you know, just like, Lord, what do I do here? I yes. have this issue. Like, He's always with you. Yes. And maybe growing up, you didn't realize that or didn't. No, didn't have that personal relationship. Mm-hmm. It was just more structured. And, and I knew that I would go to heaven, but it wasn't personal. Okay. It so- wasn't relational. Right, right, like you would with a best friend. Yes. So, and well, tell us if someone is listening, why would they want this relationship with Jesus? What has He brought you? Oh my gosh, He's brought me everything. My yeah. entire life has been a Forrest Gump movie of everything God's done for me, from a small country town that doesn't have a red light to working for all the major sports teams to owning a sports team to drafting Dirk Nowitzki to. Working for Roger Staubach and his sports marketing company for three years, I've done things that when you tell people, they just don't really believe it. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way. Mm -hmm. And it's not because of me. It's because I was just listening where God wanted me. And one door would open, I would walk in, and another one would close behind me. And I knew this is where I was supposed to go. Mm Well, tell us how you got involved with the sports team, <laughs> like your your first encounter. I know you've told me, but tell the listeners, because it's a really cool story well, about the Rangers, right? I graduated from okay. East Texas Baptist University and wanted to work in sports, sent resumes back then by fax is how you did it. <laughs> yeah. never Can you got, Never got a response from anybody, which, you know, today I wouldn't have expected it. I didn't right. have anything on my resume. I mowed lawns for a living, so mm-hmm. that, I didn't have anything. But you were persistent. I tried yes. everything. So I was the guy that was willing to get in my car and drive to Port Charlotte, Florida from Marshall, Texas, to go meet the GM at spring training. Walked up to Tom Greve, who was the general manager, handed my resume and said, I want to work for the Rangers. I know when y'all break training camp, all the jobs will be filled. I'll start anywhere. He started laughing. I thought, well, he was in a good spirits. <laughs> he was laughing at me, not with me. Another gentleman overheard me say that, 
and called yeah. me later while I was took my only mm-hmm. suit that I had. I had my jacket on, 10 in the morning, sweating in Port Charlotte, and that humidity. Another gentleman overheard me and said, hey, I heard you talking to Tom Grieve, my son's best friend, the head of security, probably not the job you want, but it'll get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll take it. Okay. So yeah. my first job was a security guard with the Texas Rangers with a college degree. Halfway through, that's when they said, hey, can you work in the infield for the game? Well, if you work for more than two months, you have seniority, you work where you want. And I worked in right field next to an NFL player named Curtis Dickey. Uh-huh. Curtis was an AM running back, really good guy, played for the Colts, and we stood next to each other. And that's when Top Gun was so big. And, you know, they were asking me to work the infield, and Curtis was like, Don't leave your wingman. Don't leave your wingman. <laughs> I said, Okay, Curtis, I won't leave you. And they're like, Begging me, please come work the infield. And I'm like, No. And then finally, my boss said, You don't have to do the show of force and turn around. Just go work on third base and watch the game. I said, I'm your guy. What just made you say, Okay, got, I'll do it? Finally, I'm just like, I think it was just. The ob- not being obedient, not listening, not praying, not asking where God wanted me to be. And then finally, he's like, go to the infield. Okay, I'll go. Mm, you almost like Like a voice. Knew. Like, yeah. 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 And, and I was fine with it. And I felt comfortable. And I went to third base. I'd never worked third base. It's a whole different view, a whole different everything. And my high school football coach is sitting in the row in front of me. The only Ranger game he went to that year. What are the and odds? Wow. One, God. One again. in a billion. Yeah. It's a complete yeah. God thing. Mm-hmm. And he, his son was good friends with the founder of the Mavericks, Norm Sanju's son. Uh-huh. And he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm trying to work in sports. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen him in four years. Mm-hmm. And he said, get me a resume. And then two weeks later, I'm working for the Mavericks. My first real job. Whoa. What would you do for the Mavericks? T- ticket sales. Uh-huh. Everybody in sports, unless your last name's Jones or Cuban or something right. like that, you start in ticket okay. sales. Okay. And then if you sell enough tickets, then you can get promoted to sponsorship sales or marketing or whatever mm-hmm. else. Did you do that at, yes. through the Mavericks? Mm-hmm. You worked your way worked up? Worked way up to sponsorship sales was the next step. Uh-huh. And then eventually we bought our own team. And I, the other God thing is met my wife at the Rangers. She worked there five years. Oh, wow. So yeah. see, that was just yeah. God's divine And my boss said, you have a college degree. Why aren't you working in the ticket office? I said, I didn't know that was an option. He said, yeah, let me talk to the ticket guy. And then I start working there, and that's where she worked. So oh. met Missy working mm-hmm. for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an awesome story. God is so faithful when you, yes. when you follow him. And so what is it like to work for these it's crazy. Teams. I just, that would seem so amazing. Roger Staubach was my guy. Other than my mm-hmm. father, that's that's mm-hmm. my guy. And to be able to work for him and have him come into the office and pick up a football and just play catch and want to talk about what all we were doing work-wise while we're playing catch. Oh, wow. What a dream. I'll never mm-hmm. forget that. What year was that? What years were you working oh, gosh. with him? 2000- Four, five, okay. six, something like that. Okay. Three years of mm-hmm. just the greatest ever. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so you did that, and then you, you how'd you decide, okay, it's time to own our own team? Well, Let's hear that in sports, story. it's kind of clickish. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the right click and another person comes in that you know that's right. going to be the VP, then you're on your way. Okay. If you're not in that click, the writing's on the wall that no matter what you do, and how much mm-hmm. you sell and how good you are and how hard you work, there's not really a future. So you can work as hard as you want. If they make changes mm-hmm. at the top, you've got to go do something else, and you have to be okay with it. it mm-hmm. My plan was to be at the Mavericks forever, and it didn't work that way. And God told me, it's time to go, yeah, and I yeah. was comfortable leaving. 
took a pay cut to leave because of the people they brought in mm-hmm. at the top. And of course, all of them are gone now, but it was mm-hmm. not where I needed to be. Yeah. And there's a season yes. for, for different things. And yes. you learned so much then. That's and- the title of our book, Our Seasons, because we've talked about that a lot of mm-hmm. this was a season and this yes. was a season. Now Mount Vernon's a whole new season. Mm-hmm. And there's blessings in every season. And yes. you can make the most of it. But in every season, they're also difficult. Absolutely. And I know recently you've been through a health challenge, and God has healed you. Praise the Lord. But it was not easy. No. And without God, how would you have gotten through that hard time? I wouldn't have. And I prayed to God with tears in my eyes to just remove this cancer, and he did. It's completely gone. It is. It's 100%. Oh, praise God. I was thinking it was, but I wasn't sure. Now, the doctor said, I can't ring a bell because it's dormant. So could it come back? Yes. But- it was doubling. My PSA was doubling, which is your cancer count, mm-hmm. every month. And so now, for it to double, 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 yeah. stop and go away, yes, it's yeah. just answer prayer. Oh, definitely answer prayer. And you feel so much better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're now, back get, to Getting your... my energy back. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. Getting good. all this medicine out of my yeah. system. Yeah. yeah. I feel great. Good. Good. Ready? God's got jobs for you to do. So what do you think? Well, I just took another job. I'm the commissioner of an arena football league as well. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. that just came about December 1st. So I get to run it from here. Tim Brown, a Hall of Fame wide receiver, is the commissioner. I'm the deputy commissioner, but I run everything. He's more in name because okay. he was a Hall of Fame football player, and okay. he's a great guy. Okay, so, awesome. So he just called you up, or how did you? It, it's a friend of a friend, friend who I've worked again, with. Connection. Yeah, and called yeah. and said, "Would you be the commissioner? Do you have time?" So uh, one of the teams is the Waterloo Woo. It's owned <laughs> by Ric Flair, whose big thing is Woo. Oh, wow. so they're the Waterloo okay, Woo. So that's one of our teams. Yeah. Oh, that'll be great. So I get to travel and work uh-huh. with the teams and mm-hmm. help them with thirty years of experience of what to do yeah. and not to do. Yeah. Brand new teams. So you're living the dream, huh? Yeah. I'm still doing sports. It's possible, right? Yeah, from Mount yeah. Vernon. Yeah, it is possible. And so someone that, well, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. You you're can. here to say you can, you can. with Christ. Can. All things are possible. And you you're gonna there are gonna be some failures along the way, some things, some roadblocks. Absolutely. But it's okay. Just keep pressing on and keep growing your faith. And you can get there. Yeah. I'm living proof that you can get there. Now, along the way, we need encouragers. We need people beside us that we can fellowship with, who we can grow together. Do you have those people in your life right now? I have two good friends from Prosper. Is that, is that what you're asking? Yeah, that just I can, that are believers that yes, you can that mentor I can each bounce, other. That they yes. are my... I bounce things off them. They bounce things off me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have another buddy that's helping me with the Serena Football League that yeah. we can talk about very personal things. Wonderful. Uh, accountability is big. Yeah, yeah. Just having someone that's you know walking through life mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. And then of course I've got a great Sunday school group. Yes. You know yeah. I love everybody in our group. Uh-huh. Dealing with this cancer, I haven't been as active physically as I could have been until now. Now right. that I'm in that's in the rearview mirror, it's gonna be a lot easier. But I love all these guys and gals. They're awesome. Yeah. And it's so important to have that fellowship. Yes. Yeah. To have someone that helps mentor mm-hmm. you and then and in turn you mentor someone else. Mm-hmm. I love that. Cause I know you're mentoring, you know, a lot of people, but to have mentors to mentor you yes. has been just as important. Absolutely. So we can all mentor someone and Find mentors in our life. It's so important. So spiritual mentors. Do you mm-hmm. have a few of those yes. as well? Yes. Okay. Same guys. 
Okay. Yes. Awesome. It's so important. Love Jesus. Talk about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Not ashamed. Mm-hmm. We'll pray at any point in time in any place. Mm-hmm. Love it. So is life easy? Yes. <laughs> okay. And yes. it wasn't always. Yeah. What do you think the difference? God. Okay. That's what I was hoping you would yeah. say. Amen. It's 100%. Because mm-hmm. you've lived without him being top. Yeah. And I did. Know, I, and when you work for these sports teams, they're the top. Right. And you're working 80-hour weeks mm-hmm. and not seeing your kids. You kiss them good morning. When you yeah. leave the house, they're still asleep. And when you get home after the game, they're already asleep. So I did all that. Yeah. 80-hour weeks. I, yeah. and I, I don't. I, I regret a lot, but mm-hmm. I think it also, that's what makes you you. You mm-hmm. have to go through some of that mm-hmm. stuff. Exactly. But you had God with you all the, the time. Night. And it wasn't till you said when you were older that you realized you needed to draw closer and yes, seek Him. Absolutely. More. How do you do that? How do you Pr- seek God? Pray and read. I read uh-huh. every day. Uh-huh. I sit in my chair by the window every morning, drink my coffee, my wife and I, and uh-huh. we have our quiet time. We, awesome. And we respect each other. So if one finishes for the other, the other mm-hmm. sits quietly and it's great. Isn't and, it great? Yeah. And the morning I have, time. I, I have my own prayer time where I can yeah. get away and just play my music and worship and mm-hmm. pray mm-hmm. and close my eyes and pray yeah. every day. Yeah. And how do you feel after you spend that time with God? Great. It yeah. changes everything. Yeah. I know there's been mornings maybe where you haven't been able to, you've been rushed or whatever. I know I have those every so often. Not a lot, but not when you have it's a card different. shop that doesn't open till eleven. Well, there you go. See, then <laughs> you actually can make God first. Yeah, you yeah. really can. Right, right. It helps. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, we have a five minutes left. What do you want our listeners to know if they hear one thing that you have said or that has made a difference in your life? Well, there, I, I get a lot of people that want to work in sports because they think it's real glamorous, and they also think that you get paid a lot of money. The mm-hmm. players get paid a lot of money. The front office people do not. So what I would say is if a little country boy that knew no one that grew up in Sabine but mm-hmm. doesn't have a red light can follow what God's instructions are, even though you might not even understand it, but if you can follow it, you can do anything, anything. You can own your own team, literally. Yeah. yeah. But you just have to follow and be obedient. And man, I wish I would have done a lot more listening back then. Yeah. But, yeah, but, don't we all? <laughs> yeah, that's that's okay. You know, I think we all feel like we can do this ourselves. You know, we know we've got this. I did that. And we all do that. We're young and yeah. invincible yeah. and, you know. 25 years old, yeah. you think you, but if you just stop and put God first, it's so much easier mm-hmm. and it's so much more peaceful and fun. Yeah, it really is. Being it, a Christian is fun. It's so much fun. I mean, fun. It's, it's not just do this, do that, don't do that, but it's. I mean, it's just, there's fellowship, there's love, there's peace, there's joy, there's hope. Yeah. I mean, just, we never lose any of that. And it's a lot easier. It's it's easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you said that easy. It is easy. Because you're not struggling, you're not stressed, you're not... And it's not works. It's not checking a box. It's not doing some... Pepper spoke on that. Our pastor, Pepper. Yeah, sorry. uh He spoke on that. It's not... Checking a box. It's not, I have to pray for five minutes. I have to read the Bible mm-hmm. for five minutes. That's not it. It's what your heart mm-hmm. tells you to do. Mm-hmm. You, you may have to, you may read for 30 minutes. You may read for an hour. Mm-hmm. 
It's okay. And when you delight, my favorite scripture is when you delight in the Lord, He will give you the desires of your heart. Yes. And I have found, and that's from Psalm 37, 4, the more you delight or seek Him or draw mm -hmm. close to Him, yeah. whatever word, your desire is to do it more. Right. And, and you just want to get to know Him more and seek Him more because you do feel that peace yes. that just passes all understanding. And then there's that joy and just you just want to share with everyone you know. So I just hope that people will find Jesus Christ. And my prayer is that everyone listening today heard something that Ronnie said that may say, you know what? I can do that. You can. Not through you, but right. through God. You can. Through who strengthens you. Mm -hmm. Look at me. Yeah. There's no way I should have done what I did. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And you kept running your race. I'm not finished. Right. Right. You're running your race and you're... Keeping the faith. I love that scripture where, you know, keep the faith, keep running your race, and God will honor that. And He's there all the time. Right. Cheering you on every step of the way. Yes. Your cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ronnie, I appreciate you coming in today, and I'm so glad y'all moved to Mount Vernon. I mean, you're related to a good friend of mine, Jeannie Lawrence, and she was so excited that you moved here. and She's so sweet. Yeah, and you're related by marriage to the kind Teague. of to my family a little bit. We're, we're related. The Teagues. Yes, the Teagues. We're all kind of. Yeah. So it's it's just neat to, to have people like you here who want to do things and want and care and want to make a difference. So thank you. Thank you all so much. And um, it was a delight to have you here. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Keep you keep doing what on. you're doing. Right. And we hope that all of you who listen today were encouraged and that you're ready to run your race and don't give up. Persevere. Remember, Ronnie didn't give up, and he found who he needed to talk to, and maybe the first person didn't give him what he wanted, but he kept going. And through each connection, through each season, God was with him. And he was able to go and do what God had called him to do. So, amen. Amen. Let me close us in prayer. And we hope that each of you will have a wonderful rest of your day. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, what a blessing and a joy it is to just give you praise and honor for all the many things that you are doing in each of our lives. And we do thank you for being with us each step of the way and helping us navigate things that we have to do. And even when we don't understand, we know that you have the plan for us. So help us to keep our eyes on you, fix our eyes on you and not on the storm, not on the problems, but on you and what you can do. We thank you and we praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2024. All rights reserved. See